promises <laughs> uh hey rebels what the what, what's up i don't even want to cuss because i feel like i am disrespecting you at this point you know your boy says he's gonna make an episode in a couple weeks and then you know like a casual month and a half goes by and still nothing <gasps> anyway thanks for reporting back to the hideout after a little brief hiatus and um welcome to episode 24 i'm rebel host tyler so flow aka handsome boy you know why because my mother said so okay i woke up and my mom was like tyler you're such a handsome boy and she's right dude that's just the truth okay your boy handsome uh and over here is nobody because it's just me right now uh, this is the place to come to for a new way to follow the movement. Here we'll be talking about everything and anything in the parkour and free running world from content reactions to updates, interviews, reviews, advice, and more. But we do it our way, so keep tuning in to see what that means. Today's task will be about everything. And also why I still can't remember the fucking monologue. Um, yeah, dudes. Uh, basically, uh, this podcast... If you're, if you're coming here, dude... Okay. If you're coming here for just depth reviews or information about products content the way the body works you as an athlete taking it seriously you're in the wrong place okay you've reported to the wrong place okay there are other places and other people to go to to take parkour extremely seriously read the roadmap by max henry for the fourth fourth fucking fifth time if you want to that's fine that's not what i'm here for man that's not what the hideout is here for we're here to be entertained because there is a silly stupid side of parkour athletes we're just here to have a good time sometimes and that's why you're here if you're coming here for solid info about how david bell took the impact in the manpower game compared to how people front flip now wrong place if you're here to listen about how the knee works on the compression of a precision and you're here to hear someone talk like super intellectually wrong place if you're here to talk about why uh, it's super stupid fucking unfair for George to be jumping as far as he does or why Luke Stones can't choose between a model and athlete. You've come to the right place. Okay, because Luke, you got to choose, but we'll talk about that in a, in, in a second. So I just wanted to make that clear, okay, because it's been a while since this is an episode. And if you're new to the hideout, then I need you to know right off the get go that this isn't a place for. Okay, so basically when he does the precision, uh, you can notice that he lands in the ball. No, we're not here to do that, dude. Okay, we're here to talk about why Brick Mansions didn't do as good as B13. <laughs> That's why we're here, man. We're here to, on the silly goose time. Just took that from Crystal Lira. Yes, um, of the parkour side. I'm clapping way too many times. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify that. And the second thing is, is a new thing I'm going to be doing on the Instagram post is that if I tag you in the post, but you may not hear you in like hear about you in the post, it's because I still talked about you in uh the podcast 
So if I post something and it's just me ranting about something else, but like you're tagged in it, it's because I did talk about you in the episode. Um, so that means, you know, go ahead and take a listen, see what I say about you, if it's good or bad. And if you don't fuck you, I don't need your support. I still got my mom. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go ahead and open up the book of truth because there's so much to talk about. Basically, uh, huge updates and everything's been going through my mind. There's a lot of things I wanted to talk about. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But I've been putting it off for different reasons. And I'll tell you that in a second. So I wrote a much, I wrote as much as I could in the book of truth to just kind of touch on the things that made me excited and, and just kind of make me laugh. And like I said, this is entertaining parkour podcast, not here to talk about what a vegetable you should eat before you do a fucking backflip. Anyway, can you shut the fuck up? I'm going to try wrong button. Yes, dude. Already starting off with a hit wrong button. Book of Truth has been opened. Also, another disclaimer: that camera that I'm using right now, uh, it will, <laughs> it will stop recording at some point. Don't know when. I'll try to get up and, st and start recording it again, but I'm gonna keep it rolling as long as I can. Um, right. So the first thing I have here is my coffee. <laughs> Your boy's gone complete white bitch. <laughs> no, he hasn't because I didn't put a single thing in there. That is black coffee with ice. Uh, still keeping it real. First thing I have here is HQ update and the hideout location. As you can see, I am in the temporary location that I spoke of in the last Instagram post for the hideout. Um, which, by the way, once again, if you're new, we have an Instagram page. It's called at uh, Rebel Updates. Basically, if you're a listener or a viewer of this podcast, you are now a rebel and you're reporting to the hideout where rebels come together and meet and are presented new missions or whatever. So we decided to call like the Instagram page rebel updates as like a it's like as if you have like your own forum. And it's just really just a way for us to, you know, let you know when the new episode's out. Um, anyway, on there, I posted a picture saying we're moving to a temporary location. This is it. I don't want to get too much into detail, I guess, because I know anybody can listen to this. Um, if you know me personally, you know where I'm at. But pretty much, I left the SoFlo HQ in Tampa. Um, I'm making my own Instagram series showcasing kind of the end, the tail end of my time there. And, and you'll see the state I was in. It was a terrible time. And I'll explain it all in there. But basically, Tampa was a no-go. Um, everything went to shit. And, um, it, it, it birthed some good ideas, but ideas that could not be like continued to be flourished there. And he said, we need to come back to where we were flourishing. Um, but basically I am in my old room and that is where the temporary hideout is going to be. The new location, the actual new location of the SoFlo HQ and the hideout will be later announced i don't want to give it away but we are gonna have our we're, we're still gonna have an hq and it, and it won't be a house <laughs> we're still gonna have the hideout and it'll be where the hq is and that's where all our base of operations is gonna be but for right now we're kind of i guess you could say going back to roots and operating how we used to which to be honest i thoroughly need with the whole team needs the whole company needs the whole brand needs it, it needs that before we can move up a level again uh, to having our own place and stuff like that. But that's a that, that's been in the works for many months now, and it's still continued to be in the works. So don't worry, it's going to happen. Uh, Foskey's head might fall over. We'll see. Uh, so that's just kind of like the quick update on the podcast for those of you that have been listening for the past 23 episodes, that if I uh, am going to continue making episodes, it's going to be here for just a bit. Now, granted, I know I haven't made an episode in a while, and that is because of the change I've gone through, the transition from the you know the, the Tampa house the the SoFlo moving HQ 
uh, to here again and just kind of adjusting and, and relearning things and stuff like that. So putting off an episode was rather easy, lazy of me, I know, but it was, it's been sitting, all the equipment's been sitting on this table. This little temporary hideout setup I have here has been sitting there for a while and I just haven't done anything with it. Uh, up until now, basically when I just, I just concocted a whole bunch of things I wanted to talk about and I was like, you know what? It's time to make an episode. So I decided to make an episode and it's probably going to be super long to kind of make up for all the time. There hasn't been one. And also to future make up for time that I'm probably not going to make another one for a while. Granted, what I rather prefer is to move into the new hideout and then bust out hour long episodes like every other week or 45 minute episodes like we used to. Um, but I don't know how feasible that's going to be yet. So for now, I'm just going to make one girthy, juicy episode right now. I'm going to make it as long as I possibly can. So you can listen to it increments for weeks on end. Because that's probably how long it's going to take me to make another episode. And uh, maybe by then we'll have the new hideout location, the new HQ. And uh, we'll just pump out episodes then. So that's the update. That's the reason why, more or less, I know vaguely, but why I haven't recorded an episode. You know, I've, I've got a new part-time job and all these things. And like I said, all my, my struggles and whatnot um, that I'm briefly going over will be explained in my personal account on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to make this one uh, long and fun. I'm going to make it long and fun and entertaining. That's what it's about, man. Uh, if you're a rebel, you know. That's what we're here for. Um, just a stupid ass time <laughs> and yeah um man i really want that new i really want the new location though man i really want the new podcast setup but it's coming don't worry uh next thing i want to just reiterate i'm everywhere dude if you're in the florida community you hit me up i'm everywhere and i'm not trying to say this to be like well a little bit but uh, <laughs> I am everywhere. And uh, the reason why I want to say that is because recently I, like I said, have been going back to my roots, the way I operated, uh, in the past and what's helped social movement for flourish and whatnot. And I realized that I was kind of, I was at my, I was at my part-time job and I was like, I was realizing, I was like, dude, like I'm like kind of trying to do everything in every entity besides social movement. So we got the Florida parkour league with Gareth Norville and Eric Price and myself, essentially what that is supposed to be is a entity for all of Florida's competitions and events put together in just one hub instead of having it like just really sporadically randomly um, promoted in different profiles and stuff like that or different people's profiles on Facebook which nobody uses um, we decided to make one entity so it's a YouTube website and Instagram where you go straight to if you want to know if you want to know if there's a workshop event competition whatever's going on you go straight to that and that's it that's all you need to know and it'll be blasted and promoted through there and every piece of content that relates to any Florida event and whatnot will be there and it's just like a, a cool new uh, project that we're doing but it's essentially supposed to i guess you could say clean up the uh promotional aspect and the organizational aspect of florida's events if somebody in uh, somewhere else in florida is hosting a little event for the community there we'll post it on there you know anything that goes on the state that's where it goes so i'm on that you know uh, i've been running the social media on there i've been slacking a little bit eric and gareth have been brutally honest with me if i'm uh being a complete bitch and not uh <laughs> making up for my end but it's still looking good it's looking clean i'm happy with the page looks now and uh, go ahead and follow it if you haven't if you are uh, in the florida uh, area area if you're if you're living in florida uh if you haven't followed it followed it because every competition that is ever going to be hosted here will be promoted there or event or jam or workshops anything like that uh so i'm on that then we got soulful movement then we got the podcast uh then we got the world chase tag uh, and then we got Miami Fruiting. I'm coaching there again now. 
uh, which is awesome. And I just thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I'm fucking cool. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, nah, but for real, though, I, I want everyone to know this is for the Florida people. Um, if you need anything, just let me know. I'm not the greatest at communication, but I pretty much have my hands in everything almost, and I want to do it well. So if you need anything, just let me know. I'll direct you to the specific thing you need, the person you might need. I'll direct you somewhere else who can help you better. But point is, just let me know uh, because I'm trying to be everywhere all the time. And I just want a little bit of everything all of the time. Hashtag Bo Burnham. Inside, watch it. It's on Netflix. A little depressing. It's all good. Um, that was quick and super egotistical. Fuck yeah, Tyler's selfish sometimes. Uh, basically, the next thing I have is, it's kind of important. Goodbye, Bang Energy. Tony and I will probably do an entire episode on the story of Bang, how we got it, ups and downs, etc., etc. But for now, all I'm going to tell you guys is we're completely done with Bang Energy. Uh, that was our biggest sponsor that was helping funding everything. Um, last year during COVID, they were like, hey, your engagement's low. We're thinking about dropping you down a couple sponsorship tiers and uh, you know how much we pay you. And we were like, say what? Hey, Bang. Say what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, your engagement numbers suck. They're they're dropping. And and then Tony and I and Brandon were looking at each other like, not really. Hey, bang, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> and pretty much they dropped. It, it was just, I think it was just kind of like a little bit of a cover up. Maybe true that our engagements were low, but a bit of a cover up for the fact that they're just dropping people that they didn't deem essential during COVID because everything was going to shit companies were losing money gyms were closing down businesses were closing down small businesses bye-bye everything like that all that crap you know about that happened a year ago bang energy was obviously probably one of them and they were looking around at the elite sponsorships that they had elite athletes and they were like nah, there's a couple here that we can kind of and we were one of them so that sucked really bad that was the biggest dent financially soulful movement has ever had to date. And because of that, the price that they offer, the, the money that they offered us to pay us for every video, we were like, no, like we're not going to make, we're not going to keep making bank videos for this amount. It's ridiculous. So just recently, uh, Tony signed off the form saying we are completely done with them. So SoFlow Movement no longer is sponsored by Bang Energy. Yes, we were still sponsored by them this year, but we just didn't make any videos. Um, we still got some product. Uh, basically, Tony and I uh, ordered, and Julian, actually all the SoFlow guys, we ordered as much Bang Energy stuff as we could to just stock up so it can last us longer. Uh, so we can use it as people. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's been terminated. No more Bang Energy. Soulful Movement, Bang Energy, goodbye. Does Soulful Movement have another energy drink, Florida-based company in mind for a sponsorship? You betcha. You know why? Because we're fucking ripping it, dude. You know why? Because we don't give up. You know why? Because we know our worth. You know why? Because we went through a lot of shit just to come out of the other end. Pfft, fucked? No. I'm not going to say what it is because keep a surprise. But I, I I like these people way better already. I like the way they brand it. I think they fit parkour better. We're not looking like a bunch of fruity Power Rangers. I don't think we're going to be making weird-ass funny skits anymore. Granted, making those Bang Energy skits were funny. They were fun. People who follow Soulful Movement for the past two years know the skits that we're talking about. The really silly, stupid uh, 
videos that had some parkour mixed into it, but it was a completely basically parkour influencer content because, you know, realistically, Bang Energy doesn't care about the biggest precision you've done. You also shouldn't be wasting your energy on the biggest precision you've done on a Bang Energy video. You should be using your creative side and your editing skills as a way to pump out more content more frequently. Think about it. One video a week, you have to be super creative. You have to be uh, super on top of it. Your brain's got to be like, yeah, let's do this. This is a good idea. And most of it, basically 80% of the videos is filled up with a skit, something funny that somehow intertwines with parkour. And then you utilize your like, I don't know, your basic skill set that you could perform at 60% energy towards the end. That's it. You don't want to be at hundred percent like that. Waste energy on that. You want to be doing that for your brand specific, you know, parkour specific stuff. So anyway, uh, just wanted to, I guess, preface this preface you guys by saying no more bang energy for social movement. Tony and I will 100% make a podcast episode talking only about that journey uh, and more details about what went wrong, what we didn't like, what we liked, what it meant for us, the struggles, the ups, you know, everything, everything, every possible detail and storytelling you can think of for Bang Energy that we've had since we signed on with them in late 2018, you will know in that episode. But I just wanted to brush over it quickly in this bullet point because, um, man, it was a journey. It really was a journey, man. And, you know, for it to go really well and then realizing that we were over delivering in a lot of ways and we didn't have any titties to uh, make more views off of and we had to compensate our our big flips and small penises, uh, you know, we kind of had to over deliver in order to keep up. And uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, man, there's some funny stories. So keep, keep, get ready for that episode. There's some funny stories and uh, I'll try to remember as much as I can and write them down so Tony and I don't forget because that's what I do really with the tr- book of truth here. I write down stuff to make sure we stay on track because I've heard a lot of podcasts parkour non-related podcasts other things they just way derail and i hate that shit dude i do not like it and foskey just fell yes dude i put duct tape behind him and it still didn't work fuck yeah is tyler upset yes anyway that's just a sign for me to move on because i'll talk in circles and i'll keep talking about the same thing even though i already finished talking about it Woo! uh that leads into obviously that leads into goals about social movement as you can see this first half of the podcast is just one big ass like update in regards to the podcast itself or social movement you know as usual I'm, that's what i'm gonna talk about okay because it's been on my mind every day and i think about it all of the time i think about how we're not where we're supposed to be all of the time every day 100 of the time i think about how i'm not supposed to be where i want to be all the time and at night I probably have dreams about it. So I'm going to talk about it on this podcast. And for anybody that is invested in social movement, that follows us, that knows us, that likes us, I owe it to you guys to talk about this too. I owe it to you guys to be super transparent about how I see my own brand, myself, my teammates, etc. And I don't like it right now. I don't like what's going on. I don't I didn't like what was going on during Tampa. I despised it with every fiber of my being. Some cool things did come out of it. The Easter challenge hunt, success, amazing, awesome. We're going to do it again, obviously. One of the coolest competitions uh, I've ever organized uh, and then also probably the coolest competition anybody has ever competed in because, come on, dude, who doesn't love just finding a random Easter egg in the city and scanning it and then it unlocks challenges they have to complete in order to attain points? Dude, how sick is that? We're fucking cool. Uh, No, but for real, I I don't like where we're at. Um, 
I guess another episode I could talk about why Tampa wasn't the move. But Tampa wasn't the move. Uh, it was okay at first, and then it just went super downhill, and uh, we're slacking hardcore. Uh, there was a point where almost all of us were injured. I'm still working on my wrist, but I'm pretty much good. I'm, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty much good. Tony's injured now. Julio was injured for a month. Brandon had a fuck neck. He's better now. Monkey's in Spain, so that's too far. <laughs> and Julian, I, who knows? You either find you either find Julian drumming, climbing a tree, and then probably naked picking a leaf with like tweezers, going, "I'm gonna study this," or he's he's applying for uh, uh, another like environmental grad. He's that's what he's doing now, a grad program, or he's scuba diving, or he's actually training parkour. He's tricking, or he's discovering another hobby that didn't exist and he's putting he's just hybriding two different sports into one and he's just like i'm gonna start doing this now or he's coming up with a different workout in the gym that doesn't have anything to do with weights which i actually saw him do i shit you not i came downstairs he opened up the door he's like hey tyler i just invented a new thing that made my chest really sore i'm just gonna go against my own fucking arm and i'm just gonna keep doing this until my chest is sore i will never have to lift weights ever again and i was like close the door <laughs> anyway uh Seriously, you gotta love Julian though. Like you have, you have to, you have to. Got on my nerves as a living roommate sometimes. So did Tony. We all did. All three of us got on each other's nerves. That's just the way life is. But you gotta love Julian as a person. Holy shit. Um. Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, Julian wasn't injured though, but he's off doing all those other things I just said. So I didn't like that. I don't like how we went broke. Okay, I'm just gonna say it like that. We went broke. I just told you, Bang Energy was our biggest sponsor, funding everything, and they just went. Now you guys suck. I see you later. If you guys grow some tits, let us know though. And we'll send you over another fruity drink. And you can put them in between them. And I was like, nah, surgery's too expensive. I don't wanna I don't wanna put tits on me. Uh I just want to keep doing parkour and stay true to that and not look like a sellout. Okay. Uh <laughs> yeah, man. So didn't like it. So right now our goals are shifting and everything else is shifting. The way I see it, we're going back to our roots. It's just it's just plain and simple as that. We are going back to our roots. And I don't give a shit if anybody else has to say something about that. That's fine. I don't think anybody does, but just as a disclaimer, don't care. I know what's best. I know what feels right. I know what's supposed to be done. And I'm going to stick to my gut. And that's what I've been doing. Still struggle, of course. I'm still struggling with my own personal things. Uh, some of the teammates are still struggling with their own personal things as well. But it's it's back. It's heading back in the right direction. Because essentially what I feel like is we were going good. We had all this momentum. And then I decided that, oh, okay, I should go to university. And Tampa sounds like the origin place of parkour. Because, you know, that's where all the OGs started and whatnot. And the spread of parkour was from there. So it sounds cool. Like the new up-and-coming team in Florida goes back to the origin spot, whatever. And I'm just trying to combine all these different things into one. Which really, it actually never mattered. So when we left to Tampa, it felt like we'd like derailed into like this alternate reality, like this like Island. Like if you can imagine a map with dotted lines, like a straight line, like a thick line. And then it goes to the left and like dotted lines. And like, there's just like this little like circle here and it's just called fucking no, that's Tampa. And then the dotted lines are going back to the actual solid line, which was the original path. And that's what I feel like we're doing. So, uh, it's just a matter of getting our shit together again. And getting back to where we were and then progressing from there. Like reaching a checkpoint in a video game. And you're like, okay, well, I made it this far. So now we have to get back to that checkpoint. Okay, now we find, we're finally back to where we were. Now forward again. So I don't, uh, yeah, personally right now, I don't like, maybe from the outside people are like, oh, it's fine. It's good. No, uh, not, not for me. Not for me. I want the new HQ, which I'm not going to say yet. I want the new podcast setup, which will be in the HQ. Same shit. More clothes. Not be injured. 
more content, actual good jumps, consistent podcast episodes. I can keep going. Uh, not be broke. Not dropping followers. Eh, followers, is, we still got a shit ton. I'm not, I'm not bitching about that, to be honest with you. Um, so the goals right now are those things that I just said and uh, finding a, the new, getting the new sponsor that I already have. It, we already, it's already in motion. Um, that one I, I really want to do because it's going to help us out a lot more. Um, Julio. Julio is literally, we still have to do an episode with him, probably in the new hideout uh, when that's, when that's uh, open and done. Uh, Julio's been carrying the entire team on his back in regards to the athletic content and actually being an athlete and actually doing jumps like a, like a, a good person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Homeboy's carrying the, the team on his back and I much appreciate it. And if I don't even feel like training and he's training, I'll go anyway, just to get the content. Cause that's what you do. Have you ever seen rewatch soul destroyer? You know, there, I remember there's a scene, uh, towards the end. Uh, Luke was doing a run and the other guys were kind of like wearing hoodies and they had like their backpack like they look like they're kind of like chilling like they were there for the support of the team it's not like they're like oh I don't feel like training you go like they went anyway and like they're there to support the team member to get that clip because Luke had the run you know you don't necessarily have to go hard that day either you could just you know be there as a team or as a uh, community member and just help out be be there for a good time film film them you know uh so yeah that's what I'll be doing if I'm not training, but pretty soon I will be though. Cause honestly not having a right wrist totally does not help me mentally in training. I feel like I'm limited, even though I'm not, I can do all of the running precision strides and plows in the fucking world. And I choose not to why? Cause I'm still obsessed about not being able to use my wrist. Cause I want to vault every single thing that exists. I want to vault the ground. Okay. I'd rather vault the ground <laughs> than find strides on rails. Terrible thing to say. Don't do that. If you're in the same situation or similar, don't do that, listener. Don't do that, rebel. Because I just said, if you're a viewer or listener, you're a rebel. Don't do that. Don't be a bitch is what I'm saying. Stride on the rails. Don't worry about your hand. Andres, who's in this community, who's an OG, he's amazing. He's a trainer. He's probably trained you, if you're listening, from different state <laughs> or in, in Florida. Um, yeah, he was like, shut up and do other things. And he's right. But for some reason, having that constantly... My wristbands aren't even on the right wrist. These go here, but I've been keeping them here because of physical therapy, which I'll get to in a second because it has to do with World Chase Tag. Um, having that knowing mentally that this is all jacked up makes me feel like my training's restricted, and I hate that. So uh, I don't, I, I, I don't like that. That's a goal to get back in, to get back into doing how I was doing and helping the team instead of Julio breaking his back dude his back must be so freaking loaded from all the weight of the team <laughs> on his back just he he's it's got to be sculpted dude like he's got to have mountains ripping another joke off chris leo uh i don't want him to do that anymore okay so soflo's got goals the biggest thing that anybody else needs to know and if you if you do care about our team if you know us from world chase tag uh is we're going back to our roots. Super important. And consistency is second, if not the same, uh, importance I'm talking about. So I, I the, the, the goals are vague, but I, I, I just, I listed them earlier and um, they keep going. So it's about executing now. After world chase tag, <laughs> execution, dude. Because right now world chase tag is taking up all of our time. Um, okay. 
So those are the things that uh, relate to the brand that you're listening to <laughs> and who we are as people in a way. Now we're going to go into some of the things that I've recently watched and really liked uh, in the international community that I made mental note of to talk about. Uh, and granted, like I said, you know, we, I know we reviewed Soul Destroy last year and we went into detail and stuff like that. This is just me talking about it myself. I'm not with the team. This is just me. It's, it's the hideout with Tyler. Okay. You rebel host Tyler, blank. That's it. And I'm just going to talk about how I want to. Okay. I'm not going to go into detail about, look at the way he grabbed it. You see, if you, I don't give a shit. I mean, I do. I'm noticing it as an athlete. I'll execute it and apply that when I'm training outside. But if I'm talking about it on the podcast, I'm going to talk about it how I want to. Tastes like shit, but it's caffeine, right? Supposed to be healthy. It's another thing. Don't want to keep drinking carbonated energy drinks because they bloat the shit out of me. So now I'm drinking this shit. And yeah, so the next thing I have here is the capstone video. The one that Toby Segar edited and it's like 13 minutes long, but it all feels like just one big ass video. There's no segments. Uh <laughs> and it has the amazing cinematic uh, music that you would find on the Discovery Channel. I fucking love it. Um... Very uh, kind of like I guess you could say lo-fi filming. Freaking love the hell out of that video, man. It's 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 basically high drops and cat uh, cat but but the fucking English goodly. It's basically high drops and cat grabs the movie, but good. And the reason why I say but good is because years ago Adam Dunlap uploaded a video called The Simple Way. And, uh, oh man, did people rip that shit apart? Cause all it was, was him taking high drops and doing cat grabs. And it was called the simple way. And Capstone did that, but like for real, like, like they were like, I might see that wall over there. Like, yeah, Kidori. It's like, well, you know, it's on the brink of just human. It's not even humanly capable. You can't even do it. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking jump to it. <laughs> Dude, that's what they did straight up. They found all of the walls that were just massive. And they were like, not normally. <laughs> you just you just try to drop pray this. I'm going to drop cat grab it. And everybody else in Australia was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, how are we gonna try? How how are we gonna train for this? How are we gonna train for it? I feel like that's just a lot of impact. And Kadori, I don't even know how they talk to be honest. I never even heard Kadori talk. I know his name's Michael. Anyway, let's just pretend it's Dom. This is what we're gonna do, mate. And you get a barbell. We're gonna get some weights on it, right? And we're gonna get on the top of a wall, and we're gonna take the drop with the barbell, with the weight. And that way, we'll <laughs> that way, we're taking on more impact than we should. So when we when we do the drop. It's, it, we're not going to feel a thing. Kidori, you won't even need to roll. You just fucking take the impact. <laughs> Dude, did you see that? Dude, homeboy went on a statue thing and he was like, do you see how, guys, do you see how this goes into the abyss of just high drops? Like, they're like, yeah, I'm going to fucking drop down and I'm going to take the impact and not put my hands down. My patellar tendons are like, you know what? We got this, Michael. So that's what he did, dude. He did he did the mass, the biggest high drop I've seen with no roll or putting his hands down. 
either his balls are filled with helium and it just helped him not take the impact so much, or he did the exercise that I just said that hypothetical Dom Tomato told him to do. We're gonna get the barbell, right? You're gonna get some white, get a white vest on too, mate. Get a white vest on too, 40 pounds. Get like a caddy on the barbell. So now you're completely loaded. I think that wall right there is good. We're gonna. <laughs> how, how fucking. How much is 10 feet in meters? I don't know. I fucked up this joke. Get on that super fucking high wall. Kidori with all the white. Have you ever seen Naruto? This is what we did. And you need to jump off and take that shit. Like a man. You understand? And he slaps him. You understand? Okay. This is Capstone Australia. <laughs> no pussies here. Get the fuck up on that wall. Slaps him again. Gives him a Red Bull. Drink this. I'm, I'm, I'm paid to tell you to drink it. Drink it. <laughs> so Katori, Katori, English Gridley. Katori, Michael, takes the drink of Red Bull. Now he has metal wings, right? Because that's what Red Bull's supposed to do, right? So he has metal wings. He's the barber with the plates and he has a weight vest on. And he gets, looks down at the fucking drop right there. And Dom's at the bottom just staring at him with a Polaroid camera. Because that's what they do now. They take fucking pictures to make everything look like a skater vibe. Right, mate, you got it. Just go ahead, you'll be fine. Just take the drop, mate. Kidori's just fucking shitting himself because of the caffeine from Red Bull, but also he's scared shitless and Dom's a terrible teacher. <laughs> I don't know Dom, but I would really love to meet him. I think he's a great guy. And Kidori just goes, all right, takes the drop, is completely fine because I guess in Australia, the people that they produce there are invincible to impact. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's a Weapon X program over there, but Australia version, where they're just going ahead and just replacing the tendons in their knees with fucking titanium or some shit. But he took the drop, and that's how they wait conditioned for Capstone Australia video. And that's how Kidori just finds every wall that has all of the height to it. Not some of it, all of it. He looks over and he goes... Nah, fuck this, mate. And then jumps over it, lands on the ground. Probably, there's, you know what? Knowing him, and I know there's music, but if there's a raw edit, no sound. Because his, his balls are filled with helium, and he did the Dom Tomato barbell uh, height drop weight training. And his knees are titanium, and he's fine. And just probably throughout, I don't know how long it took to make that video, uh, he just kind of kept searching. Same thing with Dom, of course, but Dom's on another level. Dom, Dom, dude, Dom in that video, bro, the ending, I shit you not, dude, the ending, when I saw him eyeing up that Kong, I know I make jokes, but really, realistically, I, I fucking love these dudes, these are, this is inspirational as fuck, and I'd love to meet him and train with him, but, you know, like I said, part of this podcast is to be a silly fucking good time, and uh, I'm just gonna uh, come up with the jokes that I come up with, okay, but, when I saw Dom eyeing up that Kong front pre to the little square at the bottom in the middle of that, I guess what goes into a parking garage or something, it was the very ending of the video, of course. I actually, and I haven't, I shit you not, I have not said this to a video in a long time, okay? But I actually out loud went like this, is he going to Kong front pre that? Like out loud while watching it. I normally, when I watch parkour videos and stuff like that, I'm quiet. I have a lot of internal dialogue. I'm dissecting the video or I'm, you know, breaking down how they did it or I'm just enjoying it. I out actually out loud was like, dude, is he really going to do that? Is he really going to conquer and pre that out loud by myself? 
Like, I wasn't watching with anybody. And he fucking did it. And he confront preed it. And I actually was like, oh my god. I, oh, dude, I, 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 I'm assuming the people there were also like, <sighs> okay, he did it because I was doing it and it already happened, but I was doing it while watching on, on YouTube. And then later on that day, I kept singing that song, Ophelia, wouldn't leave it. I can't, it can't get out of my head. Don't know why that happens when you watch parkour videos, but as soon as you hear the song, you go, I resonate with this. You look it up on Shazam. I know you do. You look it up on Shazam and you save it. And then when you listen to it while you're training, you think that you're also in that video too. <laughs> all right. We all know that when we watch Storm Next Gen or whatever Giles made and the fucking song, London is part that guy, right? You downloaded that song. You listen to it while training, doing jumps, and you're like, I'm in fucking Storm Next Gen too. That's what we all do. We download the music that we hear in a parkour video <laughs> and we listen to it while training. We're like, I'm fucking one of them. <laughs> that's, that's, and if you don't do that and I'm the only one that does that, I fucked up. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Or this better yet. Loser! You're a loser! Yes, I am, Keelan. Yes, I am. So anyway, I just wanted to make that uh, known that uh, Capstone Australia, they are titanium newborn babies that do weight training off of uh, walls. They, they take high drops with weights on them. Uh, and Dom gives them all Red Bulls. And that video is actually uh, amazing. The way it flows, jokes aside, the way it flows is really interesting. Um, for me, when I, I, I guess... If I'm just trying to get straight to the jumps, I'll skip the intro. But if I'm trying to enjoy the full thing, I'll definitely uh, watch the full intro. I like the whole VHS type lo-fi filming fish ca uh, <clears throat> fish eye camera angles. Uh, it's like it's like shit you would find as bonus footage on a Tony a Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four game. You know, like when you played those games and you open up like bonus footage or whatever, and it was just you know f live footage of the athlete. That's what the footage on uh, Capstone Australia looks like. And I love how clever they're trying to be. They're like, Caps 1. Kidori, you like that? I just, all I can do is Kidori and, and Dumb. I don't know the other. Well, I know there's Brody. Brody, I'd love to meet you, Brody. <laughs> Get it. Never mind. You don't have to meet me. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the Australian guys right now listening to me. Can you shut the fuck up? I'm trying, but I'm also trying. <laughs> Just to just make content. Um, yeah, they were so clever. Cap Stone one. That's great. I love that. If that was just if I know they have shirts, but if I if I just had it was just a white shirt that says Caps and then the one and that's it, I'd wear that. I'd love I'd love to walk in public and watch people's eyes figure that shit out. And then in their heads go, ah <laughs> I get it, because the one in the, the caps oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. The the music choices that Toby has always done ever since early story days as well. The, the, his music choices and Sasha's music choices are... You would never find it on your own, I don't think. I don't know where they find this music. I don't know what their playlist is. I would love to have it shared on a Spotify. Maybe Store should have that or something. But the music choices that they always have is like something that I could never find on my own. But then you end up liking it a lot. And then you do the thing with the training that I said. Uh, so the music choice on that one, it's like some, some something about... 
it the way it flows it, it it literally feels like one massive just one piece you know like as for example soul destroyer you know you have the, these segments the music choices help you remember the segment of the video you know what i mean like for example dinosaur bones that song like i know that is at the end you know whereas the caps on australia unless you watch it 50,000 times which what the fuck are you doing go outside and train bitch uh it's one it feels like one cohesive piece and I know there's more jumps to talk about it in there. I could break it down, but it's, this is not a Capstone Australia video breakdown. Okay, this is just me realizing what the fuck they're doing over there. And whatever you're taking, whatever's in the Red Bull Dom, let me get some. Fucking take drops like it's nothing. Dude, I shit you not. I think that's what they do. I think they put on wrist weights, ankle weights. They put a barbell with plates and a weight vest. And they find a fucking high wall. And then they just take the drops repetitively. So then when they take it all off, it kind of breaks the ground a little bit. Hashtag Rock Lee from Naruto. And then they go find the biggest thing they can think of. And they go, either I'm going to drop that completely or I'm going to do a cock rub. <laughs> anyway, let me get a shirt, guys. Uh, next thing. Oh, right, this is still part of Australia, but not so much the video as just, like, kind of the spots in general. What is going on? I see it on, on Brody Pawson's Instagram all of the time, and I'd love to talk to him about banks. I know he was doing stuff with them in the past. What is going on with Australia's spots, and why in the world does every single spot look like an architect secretly knows what parkour is and goes, listen, I know this is supposed to be, like, a walkway for the handicap." But it's also going to be for Brody's strides. And you see this thing right here? We're going to put this specifically so Dom can <laughs> dive run it. Everything looks so clean and pristine. All the spots look like a video game, straight up. All the spots look like a video game. If Store is going to make a video game, put the Australia spots in there. Okay? I know they got IMAX in there. And I saw it, and it looks insane, by the way. Store Pro looks insane. Can't believe this is happening. Store are the ultimate goals. Goes to show that... If you want to be successful, you got to be better at, than just jumps. Unless you just want to completely thrive off of competitions. But the way I look at it, the way I would want to go with th with things, is the way Store is going. That video game looks awesome. But also Store, put the fucking Australia spots in there. Because everything looks so clean, pristine, and it was like cut with a laser. Every single clip Brody posts, and I see the, the spots he goes to and the jumps he does. I'm like, are, do, are these everywhere? Like, does he just wake up after eating a bagel with cream cheese and just got, all right, well, right over there. And then he just walks there and starts training. Like, they're everywhere. And I think it's like Queen... Fuck, I'm fucking... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Australians. I know it's Queen Island or Queen something. And uh, that whole area is just like... Is everywhere. Like, perfect walls. Thickness. Handicap walkways. I could have sworn I saw this one video that just... It looked like it kept going. Like, it actually just kept going, and you didn't know where it ended from the angle they were filming. There's spots everywhere. I remember years ago, I told myself, I want to go to Australia because there's spots everywhere. I saw this video, Kong Pre Aussie. Forgot who made it. Love the video. I have it saved on my favorites on YouTube. Holy shit, awesome. Spots everywhere. Australia is the shit. Straight up, I want to go. And I want to go with a kangaroo. And I want to do parkour with a kangaroo. I want him to do a precision with me on his tail. That is without debate. If I ever make friends with any of the Australian guys that I just made jokes about, <laughs> that I actually love. If I ever make friends with one of you guys, which I hope I do, please hook me up and get me a training kangaroo to do parkour with me. All of us. And we make a video out of it. That could be the ne next capstone video. Kangaroo hopping. <laughs> Featuring Tyler Soflo. Okay. 
Oh, man. Dude, I should straight up real quick before I keep going, check to see if the camera's still rolling. Hold on. And... It is. Wow. I'm going to stop recording here and then re-record it. I'm re-recording. Yay, Tyler did it. Tyler did the one thing that we didn't do in the old HQ, and that was to get up and re start recording the camera again. I, we would get so lazy, we'd just sit here. And now that it's so close to me, I'm just going to do it anyway. So, yeah, um, basically every state ever, every country ever, makes spots like Australia. A gym. If you're trying to start a gym and you don't know how to, art, <laughs> don't know how to construct your obstacles yet, look at Australia, go to Brody's page, and just copy that. Dude, what the hell? What is up with Australia spots? So awesome. I know sometimes the way I talk about things that makes it sound like it's like the worst thing ever. No, it's just because I'm jealous, dude. Okay? It's just because I'm jealous that I don't have those spots. I got to make the most of generators and some walls. Welcome to Florida. Except for one particular spot in Florida. Okay? Gainesville. That's actually on Australia's level. I'm not going to lie. Okay? And I know that's bold to say. Don't give a shit. The University of Florida, the campus in Gainesville, that's like Australia. Like if I were to make a, we've made videos there. If I were to make solely a video there and not tag Florida, you would think it's somewhere else. So awesome. Everything's red brick, beautiful. Uh, that's on, that. there's some massive jumps there. That's, that's on some European shit right there. For sure. For sure. Um... Anyway, I just wanted to hope make a little segment on Australia just because that's the most recent thing that came out as well. And I've been just kind of uh, sitting here while working on non like jump things, you know, what I mean? like besides going out and actually jumping or whatever, there's other things behind like running the brands and stuff uh, to maintain inspiration and motivation. I've been watching like these longer cut videos. I've been rewatching soul destroy. I, wa I watched the caps on Australia video, just not only for the vibes, but just to maintain inspiration, to watch these other guys fucking kill it and do an amazing job. And given everything they've got while I sit here, I'm sit here on my fat ass and not do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, awesome. Dude, black coffee doesn't taste that great. Um, yeah, man. What's next? <laughs> Just keep ripping this shit for no reason. Oh, this is the joke I made. This is the joke I made earlier. I don't know why I wrote that as a bullet point. Luke Stones. Hey, Rook. My camera just shut off, dude. Dude, come on. Not right in the middle of the Luke Stones thing. All right, fuck it. You got to keep going without the camera. Sorry, viewers. I'll keep uploading the video, though. But you got as much as I could. Basically, all I was going to say, Luke Stones, by the way, I'm going to tag you in the Instagram, is that you either, uh, A, pick to be a model for Calvin Klein, or B, be a parkour athlete. You can't do both. Okay? You're taking that away from us. <laughs> you can't look that good and be that good at parkour at the same time. It is illegal. Stop it. Fucking hell, man. Attractive British dudes. Fucking stealing my girlfriend and shit. By the way, I tried a version of Dammy Jammy. Jammy Dodgers, Luke. And uh, it was fucking awesome, so thanks for that. But also fucking pick a side. Uh, okay. 
It's either Calvin Klein or Motors Projects. Don't do both. Uh, and next thing, that uh, that's that's all I wanted to say. I don't know why I wrote that down. Okay, the next thing is Art of Motion. Okay. Once again, I have another episode planned with Raul to talk about Art of Motion. I'm not, this is not an Art of Motion breakdown. This is just me going over how I saw it. Same thing with the uh, Capstone Australia. These are things that I've recently invested my time in watching. There's so much parkour content out there. There's so much parkour content out there that it's honestly hard to like just want to keep up and watch all of it. Because sometimes, I, I kind of made a joke rec- just just like a couple minutes ago about like how if, you, if you're watching Capstone Australia like 50,000 times, what the fuck you doing? Go outside and train. I feel like if you just like invested so much time in watching everything all of the time that you're never actually investing in your own vision and what you want to do outside, like just pick a couple, pick, just watch as much as you can and find the things that inspire you the most that resonate with you as an athlete, your style, your being as a person because there's so much influence and there's so much diff- the mixture of things in the parkour and freerunning world internationally that not everything is going to like resonate with you you're not going to resonate with every type of personality in the parkour and freerunning world like you're really not for example me you there's there's a buttload of people that probably do not resonate with me or doesn't make any sense as to why i'm making these jokes or like they don't think it's funny or they don't understand the energy or or whatever they might look at me and be like, okay, well, he's not, he's not like the best athlete. So why is he talking about brands and all these, like doesn't understand there's more to it in the parkour world, stuff like that. I don't know. These are just things that I, I guess I view outside of myself. But my point is, is that not every piece of content or every single parkour athlete out there is going to resonate with you. Find the things that inspire you and stick with it and just watch those and then go out and move. Right? So the reason why I'm saying is I'm only talking about the things that I've invested my time in is because these are the things that have resonated with me. Now, granted, Art of Motion is with everybody. Everybody's going to watch it. That's If you're an athlete, you should invest your time in watching that competition because it's part of the sport. It's it's one of the most legit things. You could talk as much shit as you want it, as you want. It's advancing it either way. It's making it look very legit, okay? Skateboarding is now in the Olympics, for crying out loud. Before, it started off as, like like I said, the fucking camera, the fisheye lens and shit. Uh couple dudes fucking ripping it on the streets and then now there's video games and stores in the malls people dress like skaters and don't even skate like it's it's crazy so talk as much shit as you want as art of motion yes there's pros and cons but it's helping it it, it or it's pushing it forward rather so uh i invested my time in that caps on australia you know but there's so much stuff out there there's there's dom's like i'm just i'm making jokes about dom but there's dom's personal page showing how much of a monster athlete he is how he's benefiting from it he doesn't make sense he makes dollars mate you know, uh, uh, then there's, then there's store gup. Uh, I can't team Ferrang, fucking modus projects, street media. Like the list goes on and on. Um, soulful movement, those guys, you know, <laughs> the list goes on and on and it's hard to just watch everything store uploads all the time. That is their full-time job. They made it. They are the shit. They are the best. Now, if you want to try to keep up with everything, that's fine. Try to keep up with everything as much as you want. Watch as much as you want. That's okay. But if you're spending more time doing that than training or finding your own vision, finding your own style or however you want to call it, I mean, however you want to define it, I mean to say, then you're wasting too much time watching and not doing enough of that. So anyway, I don't know why I ranted on that. I felt like it was actually more important than what I think about Art of Motion, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think me talking about how much there's so much shit out there and it's hard to balance it out as opposed to how much content there was in the past is more important than me talking about art emotion. So I'm just going to keep going about it. And if I 
feel like it, then I'll say about Art of Motion. Years ago, parkour content wasn't as like boom, 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 boom out there. People were like always trying to save their clips and then make a banger edit and make it look cool. Ever since Storm Volume 1, that's what everyone tried to do for sure. Storm Volume 1 was like literally, it's, it's like fucking, it's like James Cameron made his own parkour film and put it on YouTube. Everybody was just like, oh shit. You watch it now, dude, the the flip tech is so different. It's like it's like the flip tech of that now is like old school. Like the way Blue throws his like like uh fucking his corks or his gainer fulls or or, or his tunnel flip. I know I remember there's that, there's that one shot with the tunnel flip. All the the fl- and all I know those guys don't train anymore. So except for blue, which is awesome. But basically the flips then in that video at the time were groundbreaking. It was amazing. You, when you mix that high quality of filming and editing and mix it with that high level of athletes, it created something that everybody else was like, now I got to do that. So everyone was trying to save the clips, do the biggest jump, cool flips, whatever, and then make a really fancy cinematic edit. The content back then, parkour content was very artistic. It was very cinematic. It was very invested the music choices like i said were very thought out almost like it, it was like a vibe always it wasn't like everybody was just slapping clips on with a song and it was like there you go right there was some artsy fartsy people out there making some dope stuff right you had giles at the, at the time with visit productions uh sergio with gup his videos at the time um yeah and then of course you always had like just putting the camera down and filming it or whatever like um like out of time for example you know there's it's just it's a point and shoot his movement spoke for it. Oleg's movement spoke for it, but it wasn't like volume one where literally somebody got the red camera out and was like, okay, we're actually going to screen this in IMAX. <laughs> that thing is like a movie compared to out of time, right? Cinematic and editing wise, the whole grid thing, the people or the, or the, what was it? Street circus, something like that. Storm was making like these little mini films basically at that point. And there wasn't like always all the time people vlogging and you had like a new video every Monday and Tuesday and then there's like a vlog and then like they're like 14 minutes long and they're the athletes running you through their day and they're telling you what they're fucking eating and like, oh, I have this banana and then I'm going to go ahead and do this. Like, no, it was just a four minute video because that's how long the song was. There were sometimes cinematic black bars or not. And those people going their hardest. Sometimes the jumps that were amazing were cut off too short. Like you couldn't appreciate it as much. And then when you'd go visit that spawn person, you're like, holy shit, that guy did this because the video didn't really do it justice. Now the videos are doing it justice. I think the angle, like for example, Capstone Australia, the way the angles are filmed, they're high up. They're somewhere far. They're using zoom lenses. They're really capturing and making you appreciate the magnitude of the jumps that they're doing. Whereas in the past, it was almost as if like putting the video together, it was more about how the video looked as opposed to making the, like justifying the jumps. So there wasn't as much in your face. There wasn't as much of these vlogs or a mixture of vlogs and edits and promotions and then, or, or advertising videos or whatever. It was just like somebody up a team. Also making teams at the time was a big deal. A team would upload a video and they wouldn't upload another one for like another two months or something because they were training their ass off and trying to make another little cinematic hit or, or whatever you want to call it. Right. Gup is a great example. The Gup, Gup's original channel, right? Galizian Urban Project. They would upload a, a awesome video that you'd be like, "Oh, these guys are nuts!" And like, you know, he put color correction. The music was the music choice was different. You know, it wasn't like the typical dubstep or whatever. And then they wouldn't upload another video like that for a while because it took a while to make something like that. Now it's like all you got to do is pull out a GoPro, 
Film you talking about what the fuck's going down that day. Go do the thing. Film the one cool thing. Make that the thumbnail. Upload it. It's 13 minutes. Boom. There you go. So, I don't know. There's a lot. So, pick and choose what resonates with you heavily that inspires you and makes you want to move and you actually go do it and it inspires your own vision and stuff like that instead of just thinking that you have to like watch all this content to consume it for the sake of it. Granted, support is support though, right? How you support your marriage, like it's just merch, grammar greatly. How you support your teams that have their own uh, merch and stuff like that. You know, same thing, obviously. Support their YouTube channel, like, comment, stuff like that. But you don't have to like freaking like make it a task to watch every single thing that comes out. It's hard to. It's hard to keep up, honestly. So I just keep up with the ones that inspire me the most. That make me want to do things that apply myself, but also help my the community around me and try to get me invested into the international community or to or invest myself uh, with people or places that are outside of Florida, you know, in the U.S., I mean. So whatever gets you going, but don't just keep sitting there trying to watch everything. Anyway, that was actually a really beneficial tangent that I just went on. Fuck yeah, is there a button I can press for that? Nope, there isn't. All of these are just to be fucking around with. <laughs> oh, man. There's two new ones, though, that I already played one. I want to play the other one. That I just don't know when to play it. I guess I could just say this now. Anybody that's listening to this that doesn't know me and they hear me ranting about this bullshit, this is what they're thinking. What? <laughs> I love that. Um, anyway, next bullet point. Yeah, it was Art of Motion. Yeah, basically, I'll do an episode with Raul Muniz again about Art of Motion, breaking it down, what we think, pros and cons, stuff like that. Now, my just first impressions, everything, enjoying the whole thing. I'm just going to lay it down right now and probably, uh, you know, get to closing this podcast episode because we're at, wow, this is not even as long as I want it to be. I want you guys to really stretch out this episode. And use it for weeks to come because I'm not going to make another one for a while. I just know I won't. I'm, I'm doing other stuff. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, Art of Motion. The boat idea, so sick. Okay. I think it's awesome aesthetically. Now, I wasn't there. And I'm, I'm not a good enough flippy floopy athlete to even be there at all. Those guys are awesome and insane. Okay. The guy that did the, tried to do the castaway pre to his ass, but it was supposed to be to his feet. Holy shit. Shay, I think his name is. The fuck. That's all I got to say. TF. The fuck? And I'm not even spelled F-U-C-K. F-U-Q. D-A. D-A-F-U-Q. The fuck? To throw that. Listen. I already know I'm going off on a tangent on a specific athlete about his move. But listen. To throw that. In the heat. In a different country. On a moving boat. With cameras. On art of motion. Not even like some gym competition. Art of motion. To throw that. With all those elements and variables combined and still commit, hey, you win in my heart. You win in many people's hearts. Because what the fuck? Not even, not even the Russians or the Polish dudes wanted to try that. And you represent America, dude. I think, it's, I, think I saw your tag thing in the competition. You're from Boston. Some, from Boston. Dude. I know the camera died. What I did was I clapped my hands really hard, clasped them and held it, and I shook it like I'm shaking his hand. 
That was impressive. How ballsy is that, dude? Can you imagine what was probably going on through his mind during that competition, though? Like, during that move, he's like, he's he's probably like, because I know he probably prepped it. He had to. I, I, I was told that he prepped it and landed it for sure because, you know, not the pressures of the time or the cameras. Because <laughs> that'll get to you, dude, for sure. But what I was going to say was, don't know where to put my coffee. Hell yeah. What was probably going through his head, man? Oh, my God. He was probably... Because I saw, you know, you saw him double tech. You saw him look behind him a couple times. He's like, uh, well, I got, uh, yeah, shit. All right. I'm a fucking asshole for doing this. <laughs> He's probably actually internal dialogue. Like, okay, okay, calm down. Okay, calm down. Okay, why my hands? Okay, calm down. It's all good. All right. All right. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go ahead and do the castaway. I did it before. I did it in the prep before. If I do this, I'm definitely getting ahead later for sure. If I do this, I'm winning. I know I got this. I am in Greece. I am on a boat. My name is Shay. Everything is fine. <laughs> name three things that make me feel good. Okay. Brownies, castaways, castaways. Okay. The two things are the same thing, but still fine. <laughs> Connecting movements. Wearing this pink shirt. Castaways. Okay. Now I'm calm. And he's on the, <laughs> and he's on the wall and he's ready to go. And then he commits. Dude, for a second, when I was watching it, I didn't think he was going to commit. That's how many times he did a double take behind him. I didn't think it was going to happen. But then he ripped it, dude. And then guess what? He took it right to the ass. Now, I already know Giles and his modus podcast already went over this and stuff. But this is my take, okay? This is the this is the hideout's take. This is Tyler Soflo's take. This is how I talk about it. Okay. Technically, his heels hit. Then he took it to the ass. So it wasn't direct ass thing. And I thought I thought he broke his tailbone. For a second. I was like, is he going to keep going? Like, like Didi, for example. Went for that inward dub side. What the fuck? Landed on the ground. He was like, nope, that's it. I'm done. Shay? He was like, well, I just took it straight to the ass. But I'm going to keep going. Because I'm from America. And I'm going to show these people up. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so as an athlete, I understand how tight the boats were. The the concept on paper, the idea of it, aesthetically as well, not even just on paper, watching it was super cool. Whoever did the drone work, by the way, where'd you practice and I want to learn. Whoever did the drone work was like, <laughs> I'm going to fly through everything. And I'm also going to zoom in on a pair of chicks way too many times. <laughs> Dude, there's a, there's a group of chicks eating or whatever. The, whoever was flying the drone went to them too many times. Leave them alone. We get it. They're hot. And you're going to get their number later. And if it was Sergio, te voy a hablar contigo, eh? Por hacer eso. <laughs> that guy was, whoever whoever did the drone was talented. I was I was having a good time just watching that. I was like, is this the intro to a new Assassin's Creed game? Holy shit, this is awesome. I, I almost half expected like a life bar to show up in the left corner or something. And then like the, the controls or the map on the right side. <laughs> the, the map of the course on the right side of the screen. Wow. So, I thought that was cool, you know. Uh, definitely first impressions of that was awesome. But as an athlete, I'm assuming, even if I were to compete, even if I don't do as big flips as those, if I were to just try to compete anyway, I'd probably understand the struggle as well, how it's, you know, tight. Some people made it work, though. You know, there's specific people that uh, their either body type or their style really made it work. Um. And then, you know, just just the way Art of Motion is, you know, the, the whole multiple angles, the commentary, it, it's something that you would find on ESPN, you know, the way they make it make they make it happen. And I like that or NBC Sports, whatever. 
They, they, they're making it legit. It looks legit. And that's what makes it push forward. Okay, yes, Raul and I will probably go way more detail, and I'm probably talking about this too much. But my point is that first impressions was that, and mainly always every art emotion, if I'm watching on my computer or my phone or whatever, because I've watched my phone like a couple years ago, um, and you know, because it's on YouTube and stuff. Even if you're watching on your phone, it still looks legit. It looks like you're watching, like you're going to tune in on a Sunday morning and you're eating bacon and it's a good day and there's a new event on TV and you tune into ESPN and there it is. You know, it, they're, they're making it dope and Red Bull's putting a lot into it, you know, because that costs money. That costs bank, dude. That's not cheap and they make it happen, man. So I think it's still cool, okay? And it's an, it's an impressive event for free running. And it's not dead. They brought it back, you know, because COVID tried to screw everybody over. And Rebel was like, nah, I told you we got wings. We're going to fly. The next one's going to be in the clouds, actually. <laughs> so, anyway, super cool to see Art of Motion. Uh, the breakdown, how the athletes performed, the cons of it, the pros of it, the different perspective views. Raul and I will get into that. We can talk about that for an hour. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is because it's the most recent thing. I'm going to publish this episode, this podcast episode very soon because this new thing that we're doing is happening. Uh, Team Slow Flow got onto World Chase Egg again this year. How? No idea. Dude, we had to, you know, you had to submit and all that stuff. The process, Tony took care of it because he's team captain for the Slow Flow, for the, for, um, the World Chase Tag team of Slow Flow rather. Um, you know, because Soulful Movement has different entities. We have the we have the headquarters, um, which I actually forgot to mention. Sorry, the HQ. Um, it's completely gonna be gone in middle of August. That whole the whole that whole place is gonna be gone. So all the stuff has got to get moved, and uh, sooner or later the new location of the HQ will happen, and you know we'll update then. But it's moving. Um, so we have that. Then we have the podcast. Then we have the main team. Then we have world chase tag team um tony's captain of the world chase tag team and then we have the and then obviously the behind the scenes the actual incorporation the business itself uh because it's a real entity you can look up on some biz i'm not fucking bullshit mm -mm. and anyway so um tony had to do something to submit us and whatever and i know that there's multiple teams that have submit and stuff like that and somehow because of whatever reason I, I i can only assume it was because of our personality and our story of last year and and how we you know had that sudden death moment and whatnot they brought us back i guess they want to see it they want to see us fulfill our destiny and completing uh the matches against cobra kai aka apex because um they're basically cobra kai we're gonna be on world chase again guys and this year is gonna be different uh essentially We've learned. We've practicing more. We've been practicing way more. In fact, I'm gonna make a little edit of what we've been doing to train and put it on IGTV, and then we'll probably make an edit of the actual event and put that on YouTube. But we've been training way more personally or what together. Um, now, because of us being far apart, it's been difficult. I'm not gonna lie, it's been actually very difficult. Uh, excuse me. Um, it's been difficult getting together to train because we have myself, Raul, and Jonathan in South Florida. Then we have uh, Sean Foley an hour and a half away. Don't know the direction. Awesome. Tyler's super smart. Past geography for sure in ninth grade. Uh, in Fort Myers. And then we have Tony and Julian in Tampa. So to get all of us together was difficult. Now, granted, 
can it happen every now and then? Yeah. Would it be ideal to have all of us train together? Yeah, but it can't happen. So what have we been doing? Well, we've been trying to utilize the people that are come together and train together then. So for example, Jonathan, Raul, and I have been training together here in South Florida. It's either me and Ra it's either the three of us or it's just me and Raul or just me and Jonathan. You know, we kind of split our time apart. Jonathan works at Miami Freedom Parkour Academy. He's been using that. He's been going against, he's been doing rounds and rounds against random people. Like if they come from a gym, he's like, hey, you want to chase me? Or can I chase you? Like he'll just do that. So he's been upped yes with that. Just doing rounds back to back to back to back to back with people. He's our fastest guy. Raul, either been doing chases with him or with me. And then we've been also been doing drills in the gym. On top of that, personally, I guess I think, I, I don't know if Raul's been working out, actually, to be honest with you, I don't know. But I've been doing that. I bought cones from Dick's Sporting Goods. I've been doing agility drills in the backyard. I've been trying to time my one-mile run. I've been doing a one-mile run with a 40-pound weight vest. And by been doing, I mean I did it once because it sucked. Either way, I've been trying to do stuff personally. My part-time job actually kind of helps, too. Um, and then Sean, I don't know what he's doing, but I know he's been, you know, trying to do just, you know, any type of basic cardio you can do on your own. Julian, uh, as well, cardio exercises on his own. And then Tony has had unfortunate news as you guys have saw in the world chase tech news profile and our, our own profile. So movement, uh, he injured his knee and, uh, it's not like a brush it off type thing. Like I did last year with my wrist or foot or whatever. And it's like, no, do not do anything on it making it way worse kind of thing. And so he had a call out for this year and we have um, got his substitute who is Josh Hill from North Carolina. So we're spread out and we've been trying our best. Either way, the amount of training I just told you we've been doing is more than last year. Last year, it was it was last minute. We were like, what the fuck? My wrists and foot were jacked up. So training was painful, but I was still you know trying to do it with the guys. Uh, the gym we utilized was difficult. Uh, and so we were trying our best, but it was only like what, three weeks out. Now we've had like a lot of time and we've been trying to utilize that as best as we could, as best as we can. Sorry. Raul's been very adamant on trying to get everybody together with that type of mentality. You already know we care more like, okay, sure. We can't execute everyone being together because of the distance I just told you guys, but him being that like persistent on it shows how much we care. And we definitely want to do way better than last year. Obviously that's always going to be the goal for any team, but we're talking like, no, 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 no. We learned last year, and now it's time to really apply. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it's next week. We're leaving next week, and it's all or nothing, man. It's all or freaking nothing, and I'm way more in it now than, than last year for sure. My my foot is completely healed. I can do sprints. I don't, I'm not in pain. It's fine. The only thing is my wrist right now. I'll show you guys. Oh, wait. Wow. I was about to put down the coffee to show you guys when the camera died. Fuck yeah. Tyler Smart. Forgot that the camera died. Well, I was going to show you my wrist mobility. It is not great. Uh, I have very little range of motion. No, not little. I have, I have good range of motion now. It's just painful. I can't actively move my wrist back on my own too far if there's an external force i can it can go back further like it can it can bend further than my actual own hand can do it so if i'm using the ground it can help me <laughs> if i place my hand down but i uh didn't have enough money i i got my cast was taken off at the very end of march and i utilized the entire month of april to lift and fix any muscular imbalances in my arm and leg from the boot and the cast I did a program called MFT28. Very difficult. It'll be in my IGT videos that I make about my recovery. 
And then I left Tampa and I, I moved back to South Florida May 1st, got my part-time job, didn't have any money for the first two months to pay physical therapy. Now that I do, within three weeks, I booked eight sessions before World Chase Tag and I told the therapists, I was like, hey, I do this, showed them a video of World Chase Tag. And they're like, whoa, I was like, yeah, 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 look, look I got to do it by <laughs> August 3rd fix me. And they're like, oh, uh, uh, okay. You can give us much time. I was like, I know, I know I was broke. Now I'm not, I can fix it. Uh, I can, I can come here now a lot. And even then that's still actually kind of uh, it's draining my money. Cause it's uh, quite a bit, even with the copay, but it's worth it, dude. Cause I'm going to be on world chase tag again. So they've been doing everything they can. They've been scraping me with this coconut oil to loosen up the fashion, my skin. They've been massaging my forearm to loosen it up. They've been doing painful stretches to get my flexion back. Um, exercises that make me strengthen my extensors because they're so weak. That's why I can't pull my wrist back, you know, by holding weights, resistant bands, all the, the whole nine yards. And uh, I got two more sessions to go. And I've been doing everything I can for this. So um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to like Kong or anything by then. Maybe. I'm probably going to just try to inject morphine or ibuprofen directly to my wrist. And just so I don't feel anything for the competition. <laughs> and that way I'll be good. But that's what I've been doing uh, personally in regards to just kind of getting myself better than last year. Right? Because last year I competed with a brace. And my foot didn't know what was going on, but I knew that taking off for sprints hurt. So I kind of had to like run on the outside of my foot for it not hurt so much. And the brace just was just there because I thought it was sprained and I was just, I don't know, putting something on there to remind my brain, hey, don't use the wrist that much. Um, Cause I feel like if it, I, I, I was afraid that if I didn't have a brace on that I would actually accidentally use my hand or something. <laughs> um, so I kept it on and um, I want to do better than last year. I want to show more passion and more uh, intensity, more energy than last year. But mainly I want to be able to use the parts of my body that I wasn't to last year and I already got 50% of that done. So yeah, and also Kong and all that stuff, as far as an athlete personally training, that, that's my favorite move, man. Kong Prize was my spiel. Uh, I did two hour workshops on how to do a Kong. I was trying to perfect the technique as much as I could and, and I really did. And now I can't even Kong. The injury took away my favorite thing. Um, which is crazy. And the doctors, the doctors, when I got my second x-ray to get my prescription for physical therapy, like a month ago or three weeks ago, uh, they were like, Oh, I was, cause I told my war chase. I was like, I gotta be good by August 3rd. And they're like, Oh, okay. And under her breast, she was like, it kind of takes a year to get this fixed, but okay. And in my head, I was like, no, the fuck it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It might not be hundred percent before world chase act, but it's not going to take that long to get my wrist back. Oh, hell no. September by September. I'll be conging for sure. Like without pain. Anyway, so we're, uh, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Boys from the South. See what we got. See what we got. See what Josh Hill's got. They've been, they've been sending me content of them training. I'm gonna put it together. I already put together some last night and it's been a whirlwind, man. These past two months, since uh, that post I made on this podcast about how, you know, I'll be making episodes in this temporary location. Since then till now, it's been a very slow burning transition phase of my life, but also the brand, the team. It's been difficult. Uh, it has not been like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's been simultaneously difficult yet relieving if that makes sense it's like oh okay yeah this is where it's supposed to be going but because i'm impatient as all hell it's been difficult and on top of that i have my own issues that i i'm still slightly struggling with and i'm, I'm getting over uh bit by bit but 
it's very it's very it's very odd it's like okay yeah this is how it's supposed to go but at the same time it's like holy shit can we get there already kind of thing and i should just stop in those moments and look back where we used to be and be grateful where i was mentally in a space and be like oh, this is way better than it was before way better so it's just it's just been like a hiatus and i i during that during that time i didn't feel like making an episode and also i don't know if i had enough to talk about I didn't know how I was going to set up the podcast. I didn't know if we were going to have the new podcast location already. And I would just make the next episode in there and screw this temporary location thing in, in this room. Um, but now decided to just, I, I was itching to make one at that point. It was getting to a point where I was itching to make an episode. And I was like, dude, I want to just talk about funny shit. I want to talk about the videos I've been watching. I want to talk about this and that. And I might do it again, but I have to be able to like be comfortable and find the time to. Because if I feel like I'm forcing an episode for the sake of it, then it's not going to turn out as good as I want. I want to be able to have a good time and say the things I want to say. It's been a while, so actually doing this episode at first was a little bit weird. Like, I sat down, I was like, wait a minute, what do I do again? Because I had everything just planted the tea over in Tampa. And uh, all the equipment's there, you know what I mean? The whole whole podcast setup is there. This is just the stuff I knew I needed to take with me and would be fine for now. Um... And I don't even know how long this episode's going. I feel like I'm ranting for no reason. People are probably like, okay, I'm fucking done now, Tyler. Wrap it up. I am at an hour and like 20 minutes now. Anyway, just going to double check the book of truth here, see if I haven't forgotten anything. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's it for now, guys. I hope this is entertaining enough. I hope this will last you um, a, a while. I know not all of you listen to this whole thing at once. You know, you might break it up into pieces. And that's completely fine with me. Is you know, As long as you listen to the whole thing, I, I'm good with that. You know, If you listen to like you know, 20 minutes someday. And then a couple days later, listen to the next 20 minutes. You keep breaking up like that. That's fine. Um, and I, I kind of encourage that because I don't know when the next episode I'll make is it'll, you know, probably it'll, it'll most likely be after world chase tag. Um, so later on, uh, basically like, you know, like second week of August, something like that. Um, but yeah, so I guess what I can do to finish this off is just recap everything because there's some things that I wanted to, uh, just reiterate for, it's in regards to like, you know, you guys and, and social media. If I tag you, in the Instagram post, because I talk about you. Um, if I'm not talking about you in the actual Instagram post, it's just because I'm not, but in the episode I do. So take a listen. Um, the HQ is f- the HQ chapter of Tampa is finalizing in August, right after World Chase Tag. Um, that place is going to be gone. Bye bye. And um, our new HQ is in the works, um, which also simultaneously means a new hideout place is in the works. Um, I will do as best as I can to make episodes in this temporary room for now. Um, if you, um, like I said, I'm everywhere, dudes, I'm everywhere. If you need anything, if you're visiting, hit me up, hit the social movement page up, let us know. And we'll tell you cause, uh, uh, I'm all over the place, man. Um, I got my hands on everything. Uh, episode about bang that's coming episode about art emotion. That'll come. Uh, the goals of soul flow. We're just back to our roots, guys. We're back to our roots, and it is time to pick up some of the pieces and get back to kicking ass. Because I don't feel like we're kicking ass right now, and maybe to you, maybe some of you guys that didn't, it's it's like comes as a surprise. As a person who analyzes everything all the time, too much actually, and analyzes specifically the company and the brand and myself, I don't think we are, and we will though. Um, and then World Chase Tag, please support us. You know, watch us. Um, uh, this, I, the, I think the semi qualifiers, or I can't remember what it is, but 
after the first two matches, the next matches will be aired. We have to win two matches to get onto the ESPN episodes. That's what we're the fuck we're going to do. I'm telling you right now, that's what we're doing. Okay? Team SoFlo is going to be on fucking ESPN, dude. Never in a million years would I think me, Tyler Gatewood, my team, Team SoFlo, my friends, would have an opportunity to be on ESPN. Last year, NBC Sports Network, that was crazy. Now, ESPN, which I feel like is a little bit of a notch up, is like, holy shit. Never would I thought that. So I'm not taking it lightly, dude. When I go to physical therapy, I look at them, I go, inflict the most pain you've got. I need my wrist. So keep your eye out for that. Support us. We'll be posting more content about World Chase Tag. Like I said, I'll probably put together a silly little edit or whatever of us training for it, what it looked like to do it, to be separated, but training still for it on IGTV. And then we'll probably make a fun edit out of the actual event and put it on YouTube and you guys can watch that. Um... So, yeah, it's been fun. It felt really good to do this episode. I'm not going to lie. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, more to come for sure, just not as consistently based off everything I told you what's going on in our lives and, and um, you know, uh, what's going on with me since I'll be the one, you know, manning the podcast right now. Uh, personally, it's going to be a little bit difficult. Simply just I'm trying to balance out multiple things and, and not let things fall by the wayside. Uh, as well as recovering myself and getting back into training as an athlete and just more or less simplifying my headspace and my life so I can get back to operating how I used to before moving to Tampa where everything went to shit, which you'll find out in my IGTV videos. All right, Rebels, that's all for today's task. To know when the next one is, check your at Rebel updates on Instagram. Spread the word of the hideout to others who you think can join this movement by sharing this any way you can. Show your host some love by liking, commenting, and rating this, and to show some extra love, write a review. If you guys get lost along the way, don't hesitate to email us with questions or nudes at thehideout at soflowmvmnt.com. Check out soflowmvmnt.com for merch and more, plus follow our other profiles here to stay up to date with whatever we are doing. We're Rebels of the Cause. Signing off. Transmission complete. That is all today, Rebels. Report back to the hideout next week for your new task. Over and out. Gonna get the barbell and take this hike rope.